trenches, in the trench, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Jewels from the Trenches podcast. My name is Diamond Destiny. I am your host. I am here with my guest and my brother in Christ. He's a Christian artist. He's an apostle for Jesus. Mr. Big Faith. Yo. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. I've seen your fire for the kingdom, just your profound joy in the work that you do. And I love that it's just genuine. So I know this is going to be a great conversation. Amen. So let's get into it. Um, So the topic is just going to be church. And I always like to start it off like this. There are many people, you know, when it comes to Christianity, when it comes to God, they uh, doubt. They doubt God's power. Um, You know, they say if God is so great, then why isn't everyone saved? If God is so great, you know, then why he would know exactly what you know would he would need to do to get me to be saved yeah yeah we do hear that a lot and you know as believers we know this isn't true that's not how God works but I'm gonna just go ahead and let you you know share your opinion on that but also with that there are people who you know say you know I've been to church you know I've seen you know services and things like that and I wasn't feeling it. It wasn't for me. So what would you say to those who doubt God? They doubt his power. They're like, well, you know, he <laughs> would see. know what he needs to do to get me saved. So with that question, that comes from a lack of understanding of who God is as well as pride. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, like it, it really is as basic as that yeah like, for real god is the creator of the entire universe and things that our brain cannot even fathom what makes you think that he would that he has to that he should that he needs to or even that it'd be best for you know what we think might be best and will be clear for us Right. It's not necessarily the case. We think all sorts of things uh, will be good for us or work out in our favor. And we're wrong all the time. How long have we been on this earth? A couple of years. How long has God been around? Okay, so that that's what that is a lack of understanding of who God is, how he works. God, you shouldn't expect God to work how you expect him to work, because then he wouldn't be God. Exactly. Second of all, that's pride. Like you, that's that's you not realizing. You know, God did uh, make us all with with value because we have a part of Him within us. But we also have this sin nature. We're also, you know, we're also criminals. We've all broken God's law and continue to break it on a daily basis. So, what yeah. makes us feel entitled that God needs to do some sort of special miracle for us? Right. Also, the Bible says, uh, the scripture clearly says, blessed is who, who he who uh, believes without seeing. So you're, you'd be cheating yourself out of a blessing by wanting God to do some special magic trick for you. Yeah, do y'all as hear well as, this? <laughs> that is what well, I always say. As well as when you see, uh, what, as well as when you actually just, uh, when, you're, when you know how to recognize God. That's another big thing. A lot of times God, is doing a multitude of things in people's lives. All of our lives, he's doing all sorts of things in. And a lot of times people just don't understand the way God speaks. 
they're expecting God to come in this certain way, but um, he's really going to manifest himself in the way he does it. God stays exactly. true to himself. Exactly. So, for example, my apostle used to tell me, like, tell us, if I, uh, if I told you, if I was talking to someone and I, uh, I, I told them, hey, um, so there's this girl named Diamond and um, you're going to go to church next week and you're going to meet this, this girl named Diamond. And the way she looks is she's going to be uh, a seven foot two uh, white woman with an afro and uh, face tattoos. Okay, so, and then that day comes for you to go to church and you're looking for that. And because you, I gave the wrong description of what to be expecting, then you're confused and you don't find the right person. In exactly. the same way, yeah. we're expecting God to, to show himself or to speak to us in a way that we have preconceived that we think, oh, well, God, if I were God, I would do it like this. That's, you're not God. God would not do it like that. His ways are not our ways. <laughs> exactly. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So uh, you, you really need to, uh, if, you, if you are sincere in wanting to hear God, because I guarantee you, you, you will and can see God speaking to you every day. You just need to know what to be looking for because God communicates in all different types of ways. And maybe we could talk about that in another episode. Right, but, um, right. Yeah, no, definitely. But in regards to that, yeah, it's, it's a pride issue. It's a it's a ignorance issue of not understanding who God is yeah. and who you are. And it's a, a just not understanding the way God speaks when it comes to that question. What was the other question you had asked? That was pretty much it, man. You covered it. Like, and I was just going to get into the same thing about how it is from pride. I know there's a story. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's this example people always use where they say there's a man who is stranded in the middle of the ocean. He, Mm, yeah, yeah. He, he's like, he needs help. He doesn't know how he's going to get out of it. And, you know, he gets multiple opportunities to be saved from this. And at each turn, someone will show up and they'll be like, hey, man, I see you're stranded. Like, I got you. I can help you out every time he turns them away. No, 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 no. My God will save me. He'll save me. He's got it. (laughs) After like three times, the man drowns. He dies. And you know what? When he goes to heaven, he's asking God, like, yo, what happened? I thought you had my back. Like, you let me drown like that? And he was like, um, I didn't let you drown. I sent three people to help you. You turned them all away. Like, and that's how it is in real life. Like, if you're expecting it to happen in this way, you're looking for a miracle or some type of, like, wondrous sign. Sometimes God works in simple ways and people, like, put too much on it. (laughs) People find ways to, yeah, complicate simple things. Yeah, and then and that really, it, it really, to, to get a tiny bit deeper before we move on, like, yeah, yeah, it really shows where you are in your walk and what type of believer you are, because that that just shows a, a lack of maturity. Like little kids, right, they expect yeah. they expect they expect everything to go their way, how they imagine, yeah. how they want it, and if they don't, they throw a fit. But if you're if you really understand God and you're more mature in the faith you're not like you're not gonna have this false expectation like you understand like you'd be seeking God at his word understanding how he operates and you'd know what to expect from the Holy Spirit you know when God's talking to you so 
you would so for in the example that you gave a mature believer would have seen that that person being sent in the first place was from god off exactly the top. yeah the fact that the opportunity happened was from god amen right no that is so correct so getting into the next part of our topic so let me see. And I'm reading from a script here. That's why I keep looking. Yeah, that's down. fine. That's good. Organization. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So this is like a little bit of my experience with the church. So I'll just share that first. I was saved when I was 14. Right. And so God, he had brought me out of my bad thinking. He gave me peace. And this goes with what you were saying about maturity. Um, you know, and back to, you know, people who question, you know, how do I know God's real? How do I know he's not? And so, I'm saying that I know God is real because of my experience with him. God is the one who gave me peace. He's the one who's changed my way of thinking. He saved me from me. And that's how I know he's real. And so, Amen. Ex yeah, exactly. So it's not from what I've read. It's not from my years of experience of going to church. Cause I've been to church before years before, but I encountered God when I went to God for myself. And so I attended church as a kid. I went every Sunday and that wasn't where my heart began to open to God. So we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word. And so when you believe in Jesus, you believe in your story, you believe in his story of dying on the cross, you know, for our sins, you know, rising on that third day. And those who believe in him shall be saved is not a works thing. It's a faith thing. You're, opening, you're opening yourself up to the Holy Spirit. And when you do that, you're allowing God to change you. So boom, you're saved. Very simple message. But like I said, people tend to complicate it. And like yeah. you said, it's a pride thing. It's a, you know, I want to feel like I did something special. And it's like, it's not about you, chill. And, you know, God doesn't want that. And so like, even after we're saved, let's say we're talking about people who they already received the message. They're good with it. They still have that prideful nature in them. So, for example, they'll use like big titles and big words mm. to kind of uplift themselves. So when it's time to give that message to the new believer, that person who, you know, they might not even know God yet. They're letting that get in the way of the way they share their their testimony. They're letting that get in the way of the way that they're moving in God's kingdom. But don't accept it. Would you say that that's a failure on our part? for someone who is prideful, for someone who is like, well, I want to do it my way and not necessarily the way God has shown them to give the word. Are you saying someone that, someone that understands the message and, but they're speaking the message the way that they personally want to, as opposed to letting the Holy Spirit lead them? exactly exactly oh yeah yeah that's that's obviously a failure on the part of the believer <laughs> right are you, are you talking about like are you talking about someone that's well versed in the in the scripture and those types of people who are like they have their own ministry now and it's all pretty much about them but they act like it's about god and they're like oh i'm yeah. i'm pastor reverend <laughs> yeah. bishop apostle this this yeah. and that Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely a failure on their part. I see right through that type of stuff. Yeah, no, I definitely have to ask because there are people who will say literally just the fact that you even mentioned Jesus, like you told the story, that's it, you're good, you know, 
hands oh, clean. Oh, like, oh, I, I did it on my, I told them that Jesus died and raised up on my part. So right. they rejected, that's on them. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, would, I would definitely say that, that, uh, that the blood is on, blood is going to be on their hands because, um, you know, uh, first impressions are very important. Very important. Yeah. So if you're if you're going out as an ambassador of Christ, I mean it's as simple as this. It's kind of co- goes down to a common sense thing because if you're an ambassador, like if I was a king and I sent you as my ambassador to go deliver a message to someone, and I'm a good king, not some tyrant, I sent you to to bring a message to someone, and you delivered it in a prideful, uh, judgmental, like all in a in a way that is not from my true character. Right, right. There, you're either gonna get fired, killed. Or there's a problem with that. You're not, right, you're, yeah. not, the, you're not gonna come back to the king and show them exactly what you did, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, like great job." No, like, right. Like if you you could have messed up a, a deal there. Um, who knows if I sent you to go talk to someone, and because of the way you delivered it, they understood, but they didn't receive it properly. And, and that person could be responsible for, for thousands or hundreds of thousands, millions of souls. And you just screw that up because you had too much self in that, which goes along with anyone who wants to be my disciple must, uh, you know, lay down their life, pick up the cross and follow me. We're, we're, it's not like a lot of people want to add on Jesus, like, like the icing on the cake. Well, nah, yeah. it's like you you, die, you need to die and let God, you, you need to be Holy Spirit led, not like like you led and add a little exactly. Holy Spirit on the top. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, and uh, one thing I will say, um, in my personal experience with that, and the reason I bring up growing up in the church, but like never connecting with the word there is because what I found out years later, like a few years ago, is that the church I went to, the pastor was literally like recycling sermons. And I don't know if that's something that like you've heard of other people doing before, but it was yeah. ridiculous. Literally every week it'd be like, okay, this is what I say on March 27th. And okay, this is what I say every Valentine's Day sermon. And I was like, there's, it literally got so bad to the point where I was like, he literally said this last year. Like, if we're not learning anything new, we're wasting our time. Yeah, then that, that really, uh, what that, what, like when I hear certain things, certain things just come to my head immediately sometimes. Yeah. Uh, when I hear that, I'm thinking this is a business. This is a machine. Like, like, oh, this on this day. Like, that sounds like a like a business calendar to me. Exactly. Like, I'm the Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Holy Spirit is not like, oh, today's the day we're gonna talk about. You know, there there are times and there is times and seasons where I feel like the Holy Spirit impresses upon the body of Christ certain things. Yeah. But it's never it's never like a robotic thing. Yeah, <laughs> God that. is. You know, um, not to get off the topic a little bit, but like it's it it, it is relevant. Right, um, right. I was yeah. at I was at a, fr- a friend's house the other day, and um, and we were talking about things that are like basically instant turn ons and instant turn offs. Like it was a yeah, group of yeah. us, and um, one of the things they had mentioned was uh, someone treating you like they treat everyone else. And isn't it interesting how we all could have a relationship with God, but yet 
God makes it in a way where it's everyone is it's very individual and different and unique where your your walk is not gonna you can't compare it to anyone right. else's basically like Amen. I mean, how boring would that be if we're you know it'd still be a blessing mm-hmm. definitely yeah. as opposed to like hell but, right, right. but you know you kind of be like God is doing the exact same thing with the exact same person in the exact same way like oh my gosh isn't it some beautiful more. how God is <laughs> that we, exactly. des- we deserve we deserve less than for God to treat us the same as a, like we deserve, you know, right, judgment. Yeah. But God even goes a step above to you know be per, be uh, be our personal savior and have the and meet us at our our very own needs and and He sees every you know every tear we cry knows that hairs yeah, on our head all that yeah. type of stuff. So for the for a leader of the church to treat it like not in the same you know. We are supposed to be the walking images of Christ. That's not, obviously we see that the Holy Spirit doesn't do that. Why would we be doing that? Exactly, yeah. It's like, a, it starts to come to like a numbers thing now. Like, yeah. let's see how many people we can, like, the Holy yeah. Spirit didn't move like that. Like you said, it's not a, a system. Hey, Jesus had 12 disciples. Right, yeah. He didn't care. You even told them to leave too if they wanted to. <laughs> exactly, no, for real yeah no exactly right so when we look at god's word it you know that's why it says that we're supposed to trust in the lord with all of our heart you know lean not on your own understanding uh in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight don't be wise in your own eyes just going back to that prideful thing just going back to uh just really focusing on your relationship with god first before the world so for a new believer someone who has never heard of this they don't even know what that means can you explain what acknowledging god in all your ways means and leaning on and not leaning on your own understanding okay uh you know in the scripture jesus uh speaks in parables a lot and i'm I'm from the streets (laughs) um so i'm gonna just put it like this uh you know the scripture talks about that we're we're to be a part of the kingdom of god kingdom speaks of government government is rules laws order that 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 is on a society right all right so we become a part of god's government and you know we're the children of god we're heirs to the kingdom which means that we're not just like low level so we need to understand the way god god works in his government um could you repeat the question so just explaining to a new believer or someone who doesn't understand what not leaning in your own understanding would mean um Uh and what acknowledging god in all your ways uh amen amen uh john 1 1 in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god he is the word all right so uh acknowledging god in all you do not leaning on your own understanding even when you come to christ uh when you come to christ you repent you put your trust in him if you put your trust in him that means you're trusting in his word when you truly trust something you're gonna you're gonna act out your trust in that if you actually do trust if you, it's by definition if you actually right, like, right. like like uh if i load a bullet in a gun and i put it to my head i trust that if i pull the trigger i'm gonna blow my brains out therefore i do not pull the trigger exactly sorry 
exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if, if you're if you're gonna not lean on your when you come to Christ, you still have all your own understanding in your head. Exactly. Yeah. You still need to be uh, a wash, cleansed, purified, sanctified. You need uh you know the the seed of God pushes out the seed of the enemy. The seed is the word. Uh, all throughout your life, you receive whether through verbal or just seeing actions. Those are seeds that get planted in your mind that uh that that are confusion lies deception wickedness evil these vices as you go deeper and deeper into the word of god those those seeds get planted in your mind and those seeds overpower you know they're at war the scripture talks about in the beginning your seed will be at enmity with her seed the, the serpent seed will be at enmity with the with the seed of the woman so it's a war of, of your right. mind um so when you come to Christ and you're learning how to not lean on your own understanding, that's only going to come through the word, which lets the, that's one of the biggest, if not the biggest issues in, in Christianity is yeah. people's, oh, I had this uh, encounter this one night at church with Jesus. I gave my life to him. But everything's still the same. It's because I want to say at least 90%, if not more of Christians do not read their scripture on a daily basis. Amen. That's where the majority <laughs> of everything that and prayer are the biggest areas I feel where, where Christians lack prayer mm -hmm. and intentful, consistent study of the word of God. You have all these seeds of darkness within you that are warring against your soul. If you don't plant those seeds of God, which comes from the word, not just hearing sermons, not just thinking about God, yeah actual literally yep. sitting there and getting into the word of god personally for yourself and letting the holy spirit which is a teacher and counselor teach you and counsel you and uh and wash you and fill you that's where the, well, that's where all that's gonna happen at so uh you if you're not gonna lean on your own understanding you need to lean on something build that foundation within yourself of the word of god to lean on that not just knowing that Jesus is, oh, Jesus came, he died for my sins and rose on the third. Congratulations. <laughs> everybody, every and anybody that has some common sense knows that. All right. You need right. to have a, 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 you need to have a, 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 you need to let that understanding build inside of you and then That's lean right. on that and trust in the word and not just know it from an outside surface level, but really be able to get into the depth of scripture. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what a lot of people don't understand, they think that uh, understanding the deep things of God, the mysteries of God, uh, uh, that 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 is like, oh, that's that's years and years down. The, oh, that's only for the pastor. Oh, like you're supposed to evolve and grow out of baby milk understanding of the word, go up to the yep. bread of the word yep. and then to the meat of the word. You should be hungry to grow. You shouldn't just be satisfied with the bare minimum. That's why, you know, uh, the surface level of understanding of the word is for babies. Do you, how long do you want to stay a baby? The Bible says as long as exactly. a child is still a child, he cannot have the inheritance. So uh, you're only cheating yourself. I encourage. That's why, look, Jesus, they say, how, how should we pray? Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. It's not about eating physical food. The daily bread is the word of God. So Jesus Amen. made it clear in that prayer that we are to daily be receiving the word of God. 
So uh, yeah, how how do you uh, how do you know if you're leaning on your own understanding or not? Oh, here's a big indicator. Here's here's Mr. Big Faith's own personal uh, uh, formula <laughs> to see if you are gonna be leaning on your own understanding or not. If you're not reading the Word of God daily for yourself in some capacity, intentfully, I can almost guarantee you you're leaning on your own understanding. Yep. Because G- Jesus says that we're supposed to be receiving daily bread. So if you're not doing that, but you have the opportunity to, who are you leaning on there? Simple as that. Exactly. And one thing I will say with that is that every time I study the word, it doesn't matter if it's the most simple passage, you always find something new. It's some new realization, some new revelation that you find because you, like you say, intentfully looking, not just like, okay, what's a nice scripture for the day? All right, Or not cool. just trying to get it over with. Right, right. Like intentfully studying. Like when you fast, it's praying with the fasting. It's the work that comes with the hope and that creates the faith, right? It's not just, I'm just, oh, well, I'm just, oh, well, that was nice. All right, cool. I do that already. Let me close the Bible and go back to what I was doing. Like it's an intentful study. Yeah, I totally agree. I still see like, I'll be on Instagram, I'll be sharing like different revelations I get and people will be like, I never thought of it that way. I never, oh, well, that's true. I get, yeah, it is true. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah, why I was maybe, trying to may- share it. Maybe if you read it, you'd <laughs> find out that too. <laughs> exactly. And you know what, that's funny um, that you say that because I think that a lot of times, and this transitions us to our next topic, people get caught up with appearance, right? So it's like you say, the revelations you have, they don't equate to age. It's really how old you are in the spirit. How long have you been walking with the Holy Spirit and then intentfully walking with the Holy Spirit, right? So- Yeah, that's so sad to see people cheat themselves out of having that deeper understanding because in their head, oh, you know, in, in their head really like, they think you have to be 30, 40, 50 to understand right, right. deeper. I've been having deeper revelation than most people I know since I was 16 yep. years old. Yep. And it's not anything to brag on my part. God just brought me to the to the right people who actually had a relationship with them and actually had a deep understanding of the word themselves, who had the Holy Spirit. Yep. Therefore, they were able to show me how to study correctly and study intently and show me these deeper. I mean... Really, yeah. like there's no excuse. The Bible says, don't let them despise you for your youth. Timothy was 17 and he's in the Bible. Why would you cheat yeah, yourself? Yeah, and God sees the intent of your heart. He sees when you're actually trying to learn and you're not just like, oh, well, well what's around me is around me. And you yeah. know, I'm a product of my environment. Like I believe you can be a product of your environment, but only to a certain degree. I think there's a level yeah, of realization definitely. that you have to come to where you're like, well, this ain't right. Like, I don't care if that's what they're doing. I'm not going to be doing that. Yeah, if you have, if you have a, a, a like, I want to be careful with how I speak because, you know, people are so sensitive nowadays. They are. But <laughs> if you're not mentally incapacitated, if you can tell the basic difference between right and wrong, if you have basic human comprehension, at a Amen. certain point, it, everything really does, everything really does come down to a choice. It's not, oh, I, I, no one, no one is like, okay, 99.9% of the time, no one's holding a gun to your head and saying, <laughs> you need to do that. You need to do it. It's all a choice. I'm going to choose yeah. to seek this. or I'm going to choose to seek that. I'm going to choose to speak this. I'm going to choose to speak that. I'm going to choose to uh, act like this. Or act like, like, who, like who's forcing you? 
unless exactly. you're demon possessed or unless you're mentally incapacitated one or the other exactly no i agree i agree and that's why when we are transformed in christ that's why uh, god says we're not acting on uh, our heart right because the hearts are deceptive we're acting in the holy spirit now because we know the spirit is a place of truth so when you get mad or so you treat somebody wrong like i've heard people countless times say oh ignore her ignore him he had a bad day like i have bad days all the time that don't mean i'm gonna treat you any kind of way like just things like Amen. that we learn when we go to god like wait a second i need to check myself that wasn't right wait a second we can't do the old things that we used to that old man is gone now we're a new creature in christ and like you say growing up too so now we're not just new creatures right but we need to mature i know Amen. like from a yeah and i know from like a very young age i would remember people always using the excuse of oh no let it go they didn't know they were young or i remember when i was young i was in college doing this this and that partying and and you know all the crazy things that people do in college and you know it is what you do in college you're here to explore but you know what when god comes back when jesus comes back he comes back like a thief in the night right we can't be like well it's time for college so i'm gonna experiment like no that could be the day jesus comes back and you're gonna be left behind because you're like well i was trying to follow the world and god but we can't do that we have to be like one side or the other like god said you decide to yourself what's good if you think being evil is good then do that if you think being uh on living for god living for christ is good do that but you cannot be on the fence and well you know i thought that i wanted to do this because my friends are doing it and then i felt bad i got convicted so now i'm back you know that kind of thing amen and uh what transitions me to my next point is the fruit of the spirit so this is how you know a believer right the fruit of the spirit we were talking about appearance and we didn't actually fully be able to get to that we're getting into it we're getting into it oh so no okay. goes with it okay yeah. cool 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 yeah no you're good so this goes with it so <laughs> the fruit of the spirit is not just the way we look and so what i was going to say with that was how um i don't know how mm. old i look but i'm 22 my birthday was just yesterday i'm 22 oh happy birthday thank you and so you know i think a lot of people when they see me i don't know what they expect right i don't know if they expect me to be like profound or not i don't know but all i know is i shock people <laughs> when i say the things that i say when i talk the way that i talk i shock people um it's like you said it's years of training years of learning god's word it's not me it's the holy spirit it is what it is and so this is what i was getting to with appearance and the fruit of the spirit because they go together right we know that we're transformed by um by jesus it's our thinking it's the holy spirit within us and that is the and that what that's what becomes our outer appearance the things that we say the things that we do the way we present ourselves to the world so i know that you know, we have love, we have joy, we have patience, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are the fruits of the spirit. But that all goes out the window when we start talking and thinking with a earthly mind, that carnal thinking, right? So in your city where you live, do you experience judgment for your outward appearance? Tattoos and things like that. 
piercings. You know, uh, it's pretty interesting. Most of the people who who um, who have a, a lot of negative things to say about my my tattoos are people who call themselves Christians. And see, that's why I brought this topic up because I know that that's a big thing. And like I said, the fruit of the spirit, right? You can call yourself a Christian, but what about that love? What about that joy? What about that peace? What about that patience? And, and the sad part is, is when they do that, it shows me how little they understand. It's, it's literally baby Christians or ignorant Christians I don't even want to, I don't even know if I should call them Christians. Like, it's a bunch of ignorant people who, <laughs> people who don't look in the mirror, people who don't actually understand the word of God. So it shows like, it's so exactly. sad. Like, exactly. they're ignorant. They don't understand the word in its context. Mm -hmm. uh, I can see that their motivation 99% of the time is not out of actual love and wanting me to do better. It's just them trying to find something to bring me down about. Yep. A lot of times, uh, uh, they don't even take the chance to see what my tattoos are. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Oh my but yeah, gosh. definitely, definitely, I experience a lot of uh, judgment and, and hatred about it, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of, I get very passionate about things, but uh, people mistake that for me, uh, being hurt, being mad. Uh, being this or that. No, I just speak passionately about these, and and I just know there's a lot of ignorance on that topic. It's just more annoying than anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah. a lot of people ask my opinions. Uh, they'd ask me every single day about my uh, thoughts on this. And thank God this is gonna be going to YouTube or wherever. Maybe <laughs> you don't TikTok. have to keep that, explaining it. <laughs> that way I can stop explaining it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this one time on here. Yep. <laughs> don't explain it. <laughs> All right, tattoos. Where do we find mention of tattoos in scripture? The Old Testament. That's okay. great. <laughs> now. Amen, someone said it. <laughs> along, with, along with it being in the Old Testament, what else is right there where it talks about tattoos? Oh, not I got cutting a, the, not I got cutting a good the one. edge of your beard. Yep. Oh, go ahead, let me list one uh, out. We'll go back the, and forth the the blending of fabrics your fabric blending should only be one type only cotton. how many outfits do we have that's like 95 percent cotton this rayon this blend now i'm allergic to shrimp but eating shellfish okay um only taking so many steps on the sabbath covering huh. your hair 24 7 you can't and the funny the funny part is most people don't even know what we're talking about when we say these other things because they're all they know is, is oh it says tattoos it says tattoos <laughs> honestly if you haven't even read that section of the bible you shouldn't even open your mouth about anything mm -hmm. that has Pretty to do much. with the law of god if you haven't <laughs> actually sat there and read it for yourself first which most people haven't okay second of all right all right, right. so it's in the old testament and we know that uh, well, let me just, for the baby believers who are still kind of confused about what I'm talking about, all right, uh, you, should, you should go check out that section of the Bible first, and then you're either going to have to do one of two things. So you're going to either have to say, oh, well, we can't do all these other things too, or think, huh, 
why do we do all these other things but want to talk about tattoos exactly i just want to put that question i want you to explore that and really you have to come within <laughs> something in your own heart and i want to okay. add something right that uh -huh. goes perfect with that and check this out y'all so for anybody who puts one sin over another sin like oh you killed somebody you're so horrible or or someone who did something like oh you stole something you're not as bad as the guy who killed somebody but you stole something in the eyes of god it's all the same so like he said if you believe that tattoos are so bad but yet we don't follow the blending of fabrics we don't cover the hair we don't you know all those other you know a million little rules that were in there what do you think about that trenches in the trench in the trenches in the trench in the trench in the trenches in the trenches in the trenches in the trench in the trench in the trenches Okay. Amen. All right. Next, let's see tattoos. They'd be like, your body's the temple of God. Your body's the temple of God. All right. Well, check it out. What things pertain to the temple of God? Things of God. Yep. What tattoos do I get on my body as of me giving my life to Christ? Things of God. Amen. Our Amen. lives and our body is supposed to glorify God. This is a cross. This says big faith. Funny thing. Oh, you're not a Christian. Why do you have the devil on your head? Well, if you weren't an ignorant baby Christian, you'd know that that's not the devil. That's ancient Hebrew pictographs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear, yeah. I swear they're <laughs> using these people. Like they don't the think of it that way. They're like, oh well, I'm you know Christian. That's impossible. Well, look, it's like what you said, right? You're not filling yourself up with God. You're being filled with something. Like, regardless, the fact that you're here, like you're being filled. So if you're not filling yourself up with God, you're not feeding the Holy Spirit, the world is feeding you, and you're taking in that. When you come at people, like I say, the fruit of the spirit, you're not having patience. I understand people genuinely coming to you and asking you questions because they're yes. like, I really want to understand. Like, I don't, you know, whatever. Because, because I'm not a baby Christian, I can see the intent. I have people every single day, multiple people a day coming to me about these tattoos. I can see the intent behind each one of them, whether it's a yep. genuine, curious interest, yep. whether it's someone evil trying to just break me down, whether it's exactly, someone trying to get, yeah. oh, false prophet, false prophet. I can see it. And, and the sad part is they can't see it most of the time. Yeah, and it's abundantly clear. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Crazy. And, you know, also going back to your point about being passionate about a topic, like people got to stop saying that, like you're passionate because that's the Holy Spirit in you. If you're not passionate, there's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Like, this is Amen. a topic that needs to be discussed because there are a lot of people who will say like, you know, tattoos are just bad. And like you said, it's the it's the function, right? It's yeah. not just the look, it's the function. So and, and, you're using and the tattoos to glorify God. Amen. And check it out. Now, it's all slowly coming back to me, my, my thoughts, my full thoughts and opinions. Okay, yeah, on yeah. Um, so, you're, so, Mr. Big Faith, you're saying that everyone should get tattoos? No. <laughs> no. I you get, you, <laughs> you getting a, 
You getting tattoos can be a sin. <gasps> what? Yeah. The you intent. getting a tattoo can be a sin, and you uh uh check it out. So the Holy Spirit gives different people convictions about certain different things. Yep. So in the New Testament, it does not say you cannot get tattoos. That you'd have to understand the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, Old Testament, New Covenant to really understand this on a fuller level. Yep. Since the since uh the marking of the marking of your body for the dead is in the Old Testament, along with those other things about cutting your beard and that you need to go do that study on your I'm not gonna get into that, but I have <laughs> exactly. an understanding. Too much. Yeah, yeah. So things that are unspoken of in the New Testament, you can't find nowhere where it talks about you can't uh, being able to or not being able to get tattoos. Does not mean that everything that is not spoken about, oh, well, the Bible doesn't specifically say this, so I'm going to do it. No. Not how no. it works. The Bible doesn't specifically talk about getting tattoos or marking your body. So th that means I can go and get my Hello Kitty tattoo. That means I can go and get a naked girl tatted on me. That means I can go and get a skeleton on me. That means I can go and get something that I saw in a movie on me, a, a Spider-Man. No, your body is there to glorify God. So just to get into, so you getting tattoos can be sin because what you're putting on your body, you're giving glory to. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you getting tattoos can be a sin. The tattoos that I've gotten as of my understanding of God and have all been something of God or to glorify God, things that are pure, pure, things that God would approve of. Amen. You know, the Bible, yeah. the Bible says the, those things that are uh, pure, holy, and good, like meditate on those things. I'm paraphrasing. Um, so, yeah, like that, that basically sums it up. Mr. Bigley, are you saying that we can get tattoos? If the whole, if you, if look if you feel in your heart of hearts after understand first of all research understand what the scripture says about it under, understand the difference between the, the the old and new testament the transition there of you need to understand those things first then if you feel like getting a tattoo and you still feel a conviction about it like it's not for it's not for don't do it because it will still be sin to you. But after understanding the word and what God says about it, and if you feel led to get a tattoo that glorifies God, do what the Holy Spirit's uh, leading you to do or is giving you the approval to do. Simple Amen. as that. You hit all and the we'll points, leave it at that for now. It's one of those things that people complicate and it's really simple. It's not that yeah. complicated. And really that, not. And you know, that's funny because like, that's how God works. The more you learn, like when you first come to God, you know nothing, you know, baby Christian, you're just now learning everything, right? But it's funny because the more you learn, it's like, this is good information to know, but then it also takes you back to, but it's really simple. I mean, I know really these things, good. but I mean, I mean, it's good and to I, know, but at the same time, it's just simple. I don't know who's going to be watching this. Could be mature believers, could be baby believers, but. Right, right. One thing that I, I do notice, a lot of newer believers, they want to ask all these sorts of questions. Is, is, is it getting, I want to get a tattoo, this, this, this. Honestly, 
you guys focus too much on things that are not important right exactly. right off the right off the gate what you need to focus on is being consistent in the word of god being consistent in prayer exactly. seeking to 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 let god cleanse you of those old mindsets old habits old soul ties and be filled with this holy spirit and you will become diligent in the word and you wouldn't even have to ask me if it's okay to get tattooed <laughs> exactly. you through through you maturing and growing the holy spirit will show you that it's okay to get tattoos depending on what it is exactly yeah yeah and one thing that i will say that goes with the uh talk of the tattoos is the funny thing is that god does have different revelations he shows to different people because not every message is for everyone like i'm talking to you about tattoos i can understand what you're saying you can understand what i'm saying is cool is good you saying that same exact statement to someone else who is not mature in the faith, someone who's like, well, I'm just only asking these questions because really I just want to be right. I'm just going to keep asking questions until I finally get you to say what I want you to say. Uh, There's a reason why God isn't going to give them a revelation because they're going to use that to try to manipulate, you know, I want this outcome or that outcome. So when he tells you those things, you have an understanding for them. But also I would say that, it's not that when we reach out to different people, when we're showing people about God, when we're teaching it, we have different markets. We have different people that we're targeting. Someone might see you and they might feel that you're more relatable to them than when they see me. They're like, oh, he probably know, you know, what I've been through, you know, things like that. He's been in the streets. He's been dealing with this, this and that. I talked to her. I don't know, you know, what she's going to say. I feel like she might be judgmental to me. So those tattoos help you. It's an advantage. People see that and they're like, oh, okay. So he might know a little bit about this, this and that. And it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, but, and like you say, it don't make sense for us all to do the same thing. There's power in being an individual. Amen. We're we're meant to reach different demographics. I literally have people tell Definitely. me like, I feel like I connect with you on a different level. Like maybe it's because they feel like, you know, we might have similar backgrounds or whatever. I'm going to yeah. be more understanding to one believer in their story and, you know, relate with them on a certain level to where I could teach them. I could say certain things and it just clicks versus if you were to speak to them or the vice versa, you could say something to somebody and it's going to click. They're going to be like, oh, no, this dude's legit. He know what he's talking about. And if I say the same thing, but maybe I said it differently, they might not understand it. And so we yeah. have like different groups that we're meant to to reach out to. And like I said in the beginning, but being genuine though, not like, oh, here's the script I got prepared. And I say this every time, if it work, it work. If it don't, oh, well, like, no, actually looking at the person and trying to help them. Amen. Yeah. I have this theory, right? So many Christians, they have this belief in their mind, like a fear of disappointing other Christians. They, Mm. they let like other people control the way they move, like the way they dress, the things they say and how they say it. Like people feel that when you come to God, now you must be a new person in the wrong way. So like, you see the way I'm talking to you. In a fake way. Exactly. Exactly. Like the way I'm talking to you, I talk to you, I'm Mm. talking to everybody. I say, bro, I like, what's up? Like, this is how I am all the time. I'm not going to get on here and be like, oh, I'm talking to another Christian. I got to, all right, let me put on this outfit that I never wear. Like I'm wearing my Levi's t-shirt right now. Like it's all good. We chilling. And so what I'm saying is people will literally 
use uh, that that front and kind of feel like, well, I can't be myself. I can't say that I like things that aren't of God because I'm gonna get judged. Like I play video games. Oh no, I'm just not gonna show people that side of me. Or I like to work on cars or I, you know, like you say with the tattoo thing, or I like, you know, like just weird stuff like that. Like, what would you say to people who feel like they're trapped in that bubble of like, I'm a Christian, but you know, I'm around these people who aren't going to accept me. Man, that's, that's a very uh, important topic and, and it's hidden. Um, there's definitely everything. There's a balance. There is a balance. So I want to point out the, the, the problem. A, a lot of times, um, especially for someone like me, like coming from the streets, um, mm-hmm. you can kind of feel like, uh, you have to be, a, you have to be a certain way to be accepted. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, you can feel you can feel uh, sometimes you can feel judgment that is there and sometimes you can feel judgment that isn't even there it's it's in your head and and it's very uh, it can be very uh, crippling to your growth uh, not feeling like you can uh, tell people what you're struggling with or what you're going through or how things really are like you only show them a one side of you you know sometimes people do that because they're fake people and that's what they do sometimes people do that like me for example I I I never would like to be a fake person or not like to open up it was just very difficult like I was not wanting to disappoint people not wanting like especially uh growing up it was very like I never really had friends like me me uh connecting with people was very difficult to begin with so if I'm in, if, I was, if, I, if I was in church trying to you know I'm trying to like I'm in church I'm trying to make friends um it can be very easy for you to not want to show them the, uh, the uglier side of you not intentionally trying to be fake but it can, it can that's how it, you know just can come off right. like that and I think it's very important in that case to be in a in a in a in a true body of Christ in a true church that has people that that have understanding uh people that really really are being led by the Holy Spirit that will meet you wherever you're at and will uh let you know that you can be comfortable sharing your struggle and and things that you're actually going through with them uh because there's definitely uh churches many false churches where you or if you go and you share things that are going on you might leave the faith because of how they reacted or or things like that so um so it's very important to to have enough discernment to to know god personally enough where you can see if you're in a a true body of people that you can feel that you should or could feel comfortable opening up to letting them know your true struggles you should never be in a place uh where where you you feel like you have to hide all those things because you're going to be stopping your own growth um so that's on that end with so there's there's a couple aspects to this so it's important like i said to be in a place where it's it's a true body of christ being led by the holy spirit and the power of god is there depending on that it will affect how comfortable you feel on opening up and sharing 
And on the other end, let's say you are in a true body of Christ, you know, uh, seeing people on fire for God, seeing people uh, uh, just uh, being used by God, it can it can seem very intimidating. Um, you not wanting to let them see how fall how far you fall from that. Um, like me, I, I used to be like like a perfectionist in a way, like same and here, it, it can it, yeah, it can be it can be very uh dam damaging to draining. you to to and draining. And another thing is, you know, there are some people who who their walk is is much more cleaner than others, and people that are like. But God like, uses us all. God, yeah, God uses yeah. us all. Yeah. Like you should not compare yourselves to those mm-hmm. to those people. Um, you should definitely aspire to to have, be on fire for God and be move be uh, moving in the spirit and used by God. But you shouldn't compare your walk to someone else in that aspect. But I understand that it can be easy to. So you might not open up to others showing that you're going through this, this or that, but you, it's important to, and especially if you do see that a lot of these people in, in the ministry are that it's a true ministry and they're on fire for God. Right, well, if they're yeah. truly on fire, it, like, this is, this is interesting right here. All right. Yeah. If, they, if they're truly on fire and they're truly being used by God, then when you approach them with your issue, you're going to see if they're truly on fire, truly being used yeah. by God or they're a Pharisee. That they're truly the spirit. Being, if they're truly being used by God, they're gonna help you, and they're gonna they're gonna get you out. They're gonna they're gonna walk side by side with you. They're gonna uh, give you godly counsel. They're gonna help you all through that. And if they're not, then you see, then you're gonna be like, wow, you know, this person's putting on a good front, but their their heart exactly. is really wicked. No, exactly. So, so that's where it falls on your end of of because it does come down to you know eventually you can't blame someone else if, if, if god has placed you in a in a in a solid ministry and you refuse to reach out for help if you refuse to reach out what, what can god do he's not going to force you but i definitely encourage you to to step out and uh and do that to piggybacking what uh off of what mr big faith said that's why um when you go to my instagram you see my bio it says jesus said life to the fullest that was like john 10 10 where he was saying when you come to me you have life to the fullest and i always emphasize that because i think you know also what mr big faith said when people come to the faith they're thinking basically okay i can't do this no more i can't do that no more oh, I can't have fun in this way, this way, this way, this Mm. way. And then so it's like a list of what I can't do and a list of what I can do. And then that's how they look at Christianity. But it's not like that. Honestly, when you come to Christianity, you have a relationship with God. You start finding out things about yourself. You really find out like that you're a worse person than you thought and like that you need God. And literally God is using all of that to show you like you have to rely on him and it's not a forceful thing because I know some people try to be like well you know if that's so true then God you know he should have already fixed that and whatever 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 but when you realize that you need God there's power in that and then you're like I don't even want to do stuff if it's not in God's will like I don't want to just marry any random person I don't want to move to just any old house in any neighborhood I don't even want to wear these shoes if it's going to cause me to sin like everything becomes like a well what does God say yeah so 
so I remember what the last aspect that God had impressed on me is, and this is extremely important, it's especially for an ignorant or a baby Christian to understand. Right, yeah. Very important. A lot of people have this victim mentality, whether they realize it or not. A lot of people really don't want to change. They just want to. They just want to get to heaven. They just want to. They just want to get to heaven. But uh, uh, it's very rare that you find people that will actually, actually, uh, honestly right. introspect on themselves in their hearts. So, yeah. So, um, so there's really there's really a balance between God meeting you where you're at and trying to bring you up. And, uh, you know, God understands where you're at, but God will not accept you staying where you're at. So, Amen. Um, yeah, like, we, we need to change in so many ways that we don't even realize. Um, you know, God, when, when I don't, I want everything that I'm saying right now to not just be like a cliche, I need these things to really i need y'all to really meditate on this like god really think about it yeah god sees you where you're at knows every little detail and motivation of your heart where you're at your thoughts everything and a lot of times uh christians will just use that as an excuse well god knows my heart well god knows this well everyone sins don't they all these things are like 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 nails on a chalkboard to God's ears. And how do I know that? Because it's nails on a chalkboard to my ears. I used to think that way. <laughs> and now I don't. And it's nails on a chalkboard to my ears. Who is a wicked sinner? What do you think it sounds like to God when you make all these stupid excuses? Exactly. You've been, you've been Christian your whole life. Or you've been Christian for a couple of years now. But you still, uh, for example... Now, let me just give y'all a clear, a clear blunt. Let's keep it real right here. I, I gotta keep it real. <laughs> I'm at the DPSS for y'all who are rich and bougie and don't know what that is. That's where you get your, uh, that's where you get your welfare. That's where you get your uh, medical card. That's where you apply for government assistance. I, I work there. This dude comes up and he starts talking about, in a nutshell, it was, it was kind of a longer thing, but in a nutshell, he talks about, like, hey, I'm a soldier for God. This, this, uh, like, he's like in his 50s. I'm a soldier for God, blah, 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 blah. I'm signing him up to get a free phone, blah, blah, putting them in, putting them in. The more we're talking, the more we're talking. And uh, my partner, actually, well, my partner was the one that was putting them in, putting them in. I was just talking to him, like getting them, you know, like uh, kind of just uh, killing some time while my partner was putting, putting them in. And we're talking about God, talking about God. And uh, my partner had to go use the restroom. So someone uh, took her, drove her to the restroom. And, uh, you know, I'm sharing my my Christian rap with them. And they're talking about, oh, yeah, like, that's cool, blah, blah, blah. And we're talking about God more and more. And, and uh, a few minutes passed. Let's say maybe it took her 10 minutes because she had to be driven to the restroom and come back. A couple minutes passed, and he's getting impatient. He's like, man, I need to go. He's like, I need to go. He's like, I just canceled it, canceled it. And I'm like, oh, my partner's just at the restroom. She'll be right back. Um, and he's like, man, I got to go sell this brack. I'm like, oh, what? He's like, yeah, he's, he's talking about how he's about to get promoted in the church, mm-hmm. how uh, he's close with the deacon, This is how he's in- involved in the church. And all of a sudden, 
He's talking about how he needs to go because he needs to go sell some crack. That is and so I told, crazy. And I told him, I told him straight up. So are you a soldier of God or soldier of the devil? And then he got so offended. He was like, oh, you see? And he told the other guy that was there, you see? I, I just said that to test him. And now he's judging me. Now he's judging me. He said, he said, so you think it's so fun. It's the sad little silly demon I see in people. I can speak on so that. You think, so you think you're perfect because you're here giving people phones? Huh? This is what? why we don't argue. This is why we don't argue what? with foolish people, right? Because literally, I know exactly what? what you're talking about. That is so ridiculous. Look, so, the Bible says to discern the spirit, right? So it don't make, and this is why you say study with intention, right? We don't just look at one little verse at a time and, oh, that was nice. That was nice. Because when we do that, we're able to just apply the Bible which way, that way, everywhere. But when we use the whole Bible in context, we learn that, yeah, we do judge and we are supposed to judge to discern spirits, not to just, oh, well, you know, he got tattoos. He's a bad guy. No, we we use it in context. I had a similar story. I'm gonna let you finish first and I'll tell you my story. So like I said, this guy's talking about how he's involved in the church. He's a soldier of God. He bangs heaven gang, blah, 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 blah. And uh, he's waiting. Uh, my partner had to use the restroom. And he talks about he's in a rush. He finally says he has to get this crack off. Told him straight up. So are you a soldier? Of, he's, you know, he's a grown man. That's why I was very blunt. when right. I really my spirit. You're claiming to be a soldier of God. I'm like, are you a soldier of God or soldier of the devil? And then he immediately, oh, so so look, that was a test. Now he's judging me. Uh, So you think you're perfect because you give people free phones. That's the most, like, if you're going to make some sense when you're trying to talk crap to me, because I'm I'm not an idiot in any way. Make some sense, please. Like, at least give me a good, what? I never said I was perfect. Could you sell a phone? And what does me giving people phones have to do with me being perfect? Anyways, I don't know. Them <laughs> phones are pretty high tech, you know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm like, I was just trying to get him to understand. I'm like, you're poisoning your people. You say you're a soldier of God, but you're doing Satan's work. Satan would want you to give people things that are destroying them. He's exactly. like, oh, well, they're they're gonna do it anyways. Lie from the enemy. No, okay. when you're helping them, that's on you. So um you know he was he was doing all this this and that i could start seeing the spirits manifesting in him and it's sad to see like it's it's a it's a dude that's old enough to be my father and i'm all here right. having to explain to him like you don't like that shouldn't have even ever came out of his mouth as a like even as a joke of uh, you're you're older right right yeah. talking about you got to go sell some crap what where is this dad like in a in a child not to say that i'm perfect at all and that's what really mm-hmm. bothered me about him saying i think i'm perfect right. far from it far from it and to be extra transparent i'm coming out of a very horrible season of my life and you know when i'm in the field when i'm out there i'm, I'm in i'm in the the worst parts of la I do like uh, I get very passionate. I do end up cursing in some of these conversations. I'm gonna be fully transparent. So for right. someone to say I think I'm perfect, that's furthest thing from the truth that there could be. Um, but yeah, just to see like like that that just to go back to my point, where that is a choice. 
he's trying to compare it to like, oh, so you don't do nothing wrong? Oh, I do a lot of things wrong. I curse. You know, I said straight up, I, I said, I look at women with lust occasionally and it's not okay. But that is a bit different from intentionally bagging up and selling crack to your neighborhood. And, and probably you like telling you like, I need to go do this. Like, I, I already know where you're getting at. I, okay, My so- Point being certain things, Look, sin is sin to God, but certain things are clearly more a choice. Certain things are 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 sin nature that we right. that sometimes we fall to and, and we give out, out give into. Other things are a clear cut choice. You're selling drugs. That's not a well. God sees my heart situation. If you're selling drugs and someone's telling you, "Hey, you gotta stop selling drugs, bro." God, I, it's not a you're judging me. If uh, if you're uh, doing heavy drugs and it's more of a casual, you know, well, there's two different types of people who are doing drugs. And let's just talk about two. There's one where it's like, oh, man, like like they're addicted. They have a spirit of addiction. There's, there's a right. demon in them trying to get them to kill themselves. Right. They hate that the, they're they're miserable on the way to go get it. And they're miserable while literally on the drug. How do I know? I've been there. There's another type of person who I've also been where you were like, oh, I'm going to go do this. Oh, it's going to feel good. I'm going to go get this. Oh, man, like, man, you feel a conviction, but you're like, yeah, like I'm going to go do this. And there's a part of you that you know is like, is that the, the demon in you that really wants to go do it. And, and so if someone were to be telling me while I'm going, oh, I'm hitting up my dealer. I'm about to go pick it up. I'm planning out my night to have a great. Hey, bro, you need to stop doing that. Like, bro, like this is serious. You know, you're going to be judged for it. You're judging me. Yeah. Grow up. I'm going to leave it at that. Grow up. So if either, either you want to grow, either you want to be more in the image of Christ, either you're going to die to yourself. God sees your honest mistake, honest mistakes. Mm -hmm. We all have choices though, that are going to be inexcusable. I can't grab a knife and go murder my family and be like, Oh, well, God knows my heart. Like, you know, there was a tiny part of me that didn't really want to do it, but you know, really at this, like, trust me, you can play stupid with me. You can play stupid with yourself. And make, when you stand before God, I dare you to try that stuff. I'm going to just leave it at that. Cause I'm gonna get too passionate oh my god no I hear you I hear you because that's so ridiculous like that's why we emphasize heart that's why when I started this uh, episode I said uh, when we go to the church it's not just oh we read this nice little scripture whatever whatever it's understanding it but it's also accepting God in your heart because there are certain things if you're not ready to give it up yet that's why God says come to me of your own free will decide what's good to you because you're going to be playing back and forth back and forth back and forth until you get tired and you don't know what's the day where I could have died because I did this and I didn't know God I could have lost my life I could have got seriously hurt I could have hurt somebody else and that's why it's important instead of like you said the man from the story who's like I'm gonna go sell this crap he was obviously on some other stuff. He was, you can say Christ all day, soldier for Christ, da, da, da. His spirit wasn't right. You, you have the conviction, the Holy Spirit conviction within you to tell you when you're not acting right, to tell you, hey, okay, whoa, 
that wasn't funny. You got to slow down. Like, and I'm the kind of person I like to laugh. So I say an occasional joke every now and then. Sometimes the joke is a little, you know, a little off, but I don't go that far. There's a certain level where you're like, hold on, wait a second. We don't joke about that. That's not funny. So I hear you. I had a similar experience. I work in customer service. Um, there was a, a guy who had called. Um, he had like received a package and he was like, it's not the package that I ordered. And I was like, all right, sir. Well, um, I can see what I can do for you. You know, what's the best option? He's like, I need this package by today. And you know how that is. You're calling at like 10 o'clock. I can't get a package to you that fast, even with expedited or um, express shipping. The guy's like, well, you know, the thing is, it's a, I ordered a Patagonia bag. I did get a Patagonia bag, but it doesn't have wheels and it doesn't have this handle. It's not, you know, the exact size that I want, da, 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 da. In my mind, I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, man needs a bag, whatever, whatever. Let's see what we can do. I was like, okay, the fastest next available option is for me to go see if this in uh, the store. I'm like, all right, well, it's not the Patagonia bag, but it's a similar bag. It's bigger than the Patagonia, so it has more space. Um, it has the wheels. It has everything you're looking for. It's in a store near you, so you can get it today. I'm thinking this is the answer. This is a solution. Guy, he looks and he's like, ah, I don't really want it. And I was like, well, what's wrong with it? It's a, it's not Patagonia. I, I really want a Patagonia. I'm like, well, if you don't mind me asking, is this for a vacation? Is it for, what are you using this for? He's like, well, it's vacation, but you know, all the people around me have Patagonia. So if I don't have Patagonia, then, mm. and I'm also a short man. So I, he literally said this, he goes, I'm also a short man. So I, I just don't want um, to get a bag that's too big, you know? And I said, he said, how big is the bag? I said, it's three inches bigger than the one that you picked. He's like, ah, three inches bigger. <laughs> And I swear, I was like, okay, sir, if you don't want this bag, I'm, I said, literally, there's only one left. If you don't want this bag, then I mean, there's really nothing I can do for you. I was, I was like, do you believe in fate? He's like, oh, I believe in fate. I'm a Christian. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, you know, I believe in all that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, sometimes when we do everything that we can and things still don't happen the way we want them to happen, it's for a reason. And he was like, well, I'm not talking about fate and reasons. I'm talking about why I didn't get my bag. And I'm like, you can't talk to people. You literally can't talk to people. Like you have to have that fruit of the spirit. Like I say, the joy, peace, patience, all those things. When you say you're a believer, don't say you're a believer and then not walk out the faith as a believer. So that was just my similar story. The guy ended up just not getting the bag. He was like, well, I got to drive to the store to take it back and all this stuff. And I was like, it's his loss. We found a bag. He didn't want it. So people can be ridiculous. People can be difficult. Yes. <laughs> Very difficult. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, um, man, I... I so to wrap up another episode of Jewels from the Trenches, I have Mr. Big Faith with me and we spoke on church, we spoke on appearances, we spoke on the fruit of the spirit, why you aren't receiving certain revelations. If God is so real, then why wouldn't he have spoken to me in the way that I wanted it? All those kind of things. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for watching. And that'll be it. Trenches. Peace. In the trenches. 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 Trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches.